Hi, you're listening to Kate and Catherine. And we're going to show you how to find your Prince Charming so that you can finally live happily ever after, <laughs> forever and ever. No. No. <laughs> no. We are definitely not going to do that. We are sick of that story, and it's a lie. It is a lie. You're listening to The New Truth, a modern woman's guide to extraordinary love. We are going to show you how the fairy tale love story stops you from experiencing the love you truly desire. Listen to hear how to break free from sacrifice and struggle in relationship. And learn the new truth about love in a way that you've never heard it before. We're so happy you're here. Keep listening. Hello, beautiful. Welcome to the New Truth Podcast episode. 208, the last episode of season one of the New Truth Podcast, the longest season in the history of seasons. Four years. Four years. Four years of doing the New Truth Podcast. Holy cow. Holy cow. Who we were in 2019. <laughs> when we had... You know, we've we've shared this story multiple times, but in 2019, it was the summer. Kate calls me, and I literally think I remember like not having a lot of time. And you're like, "It's fine, it won't take a lot of time." And you're just like, "Do I start a podcast?" And I'm like, "Yes, that's a great idea." Okay, love you. Talk later. <laughs> yeah. Bye. No, I'm pretty sure it was more intense than that. I feel like you cried, and you were like, "Yes," and you were like screaming, and maybe on the verge of an orgasm and crying. <laughs> I remember being like, "Whoa, she's really into this." I was like, "Do you want to think about it?" Nope. No. Okay. That well, that I that because that's what I remember of like it. It was so yes in my body. And 2019 is the year when my husband was very, very sick. And it was a very, very hard year. And for you to invite for th this idea, talk about like God led, like it not only God inspired that it was channeled through you, but this podcast saved my life actually at that time, like having a project, being around you, coming to visit you in 2019 and, and preparing for this to launch in 2020 it was so magical and special. And then my favorite part about this is we did it for fun. Yeah. Like we, we did it fully from, we have a message to share. Like that's also, that was the real truth, right? Like we have a message to share. We have, we have things we want to say to the world and this feels really good and let's just offer it to the world. And for four, some of you have been with us for four years. Some of you have found us along the way over four years. Maybe some of you are listening to this, ep this episode for the first time. Welcome mm -hmm. to the new truth. I am so proud of us because we've also never missed a week for yes. four years, Kate. Yeah, yeah I have goosebumps. You had a freaking baby and we didn't miss a week. Like I moved across the world and we across didn't the miss world a week. and we didn't like we, we and I've traveled a ton in the last four years and we didn't miss a week and COVID happened and we didn't miss a week. COVID happened. I mean, obviously it's easier to record when you're locked in your house, but, <laughs> but it's so wild to think of all the things that have occurred in, in both of our lives, in the world, in every, everyone who's listening's lives, how much has occurred in the last four years of your life. And I, I, I today's going to all be about ritual. And we're talking about closing out 2023 um, I, 
I suggest to those of you who've been listening to us for a while, like start to reflect on how much has changed in your life since since hearing these new perspectives around love that women clearly have been starving for and just waiting for. Yes. It's, it's unbelievable to me. And I think I'm so grateful for this platform. (laughs) Like, thank you for being with me. And I've also been thinking a lot about the not missing a week, like talk about devotion, Mm. like that devotion has been like the steady containment for growth. Like I, I really, a lot of people want to just like dip their toe into like little one-off experiences or you read a book or you listen to one episode and then you think like that's good enough rather than you've heard Kate and I say this a thousand times, like we live daily practices, right? That support who we're being in the world. And this devotion to showing up for the messages, like the, the podcast has transformed us too, right? Like it's like writing a book, like the author writing the book is transformed as they're channeling the message. Like we have been transformed, not just because of our commitments to growth, but through showing up for yeah. this podcast and, and being receptive to one another's messages and being influenced by one another and hearing ourselves say these things over and over so that we anchor our own embodiment of the principles even more. And then a big shout out to all of you that have listened and also those of you that have become clients as a result of listening, mm-hmm. like women that we never would have mm-hmm. met, like never would have known from all over the world as a result of you just hearing our voices. Like we're not on YouTube. Yeah. Like the, it's it's pure voice that all of you are responding to. And then you get on Zoom with us and you're like, whoa, hi, <laughs> <laughs> like you're a person. Oh my gosh. I have goosebumps all over just thinking of that. The last many immersions. Um, actually it it was 2021 when I did two immersions in a row in 2021 because of COVID one of them had been moved four times actually. Um, so I ended up doing two and I remember Julie, who I'm actually going to see later today. She's coming to, I'm in Sedona right now. Okay. You guys, to be honest, I'm high, not on drugs on Sedona (laughs) energy. It's so magical and palpable and powerful here. I'm looking out my window at these giant red rocks. feels like I'm on another planet. And I'm going to see Julie tonight uh, and Brandy, who are the logistic, my logistics events team for the immersion. And I remember in 2021, Jules is like, where do these women come from? And I looked around the first immersion podcast, 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 podcast. And I looked around the second immersion podcast, podcast. podcast. I'm like, oh my gosh, a hundred, almost a hundred percent of the way I have and referrals as well, but mostly, and the referrals are of women who came through the podcast. So most of the women in the reclamation community that I lead, most of the women in my one-on-one mentoring, private mentoring, like it's wild. And it's so cool because it feels different now because it's like, the women I'm working with now, it feels like they've already had so much training before they get to me because of the podcast. It's, I mean, of course y'all do many other things too. And, but it's so cool because it takes like someone who listens to podcasts, even just that, like that's someone who wants to grow, who wants to be inspired, who wants change, who wants to experience their life differently. So it's, it takes, even if you're listening to 10 different podcasts and you come work with us, It takes a certain caliber of human to click on podcasts and listen to them. So I've just noticed the women that I work with, like there's such a readiness 
to it because you're there's you're already so open to this right. new way of living and being and I'm just in love with everyone. It's magical. I mean, I wish I could meet every single one of you. Catherine and I talk about, and we've we said it in the fall, and then it, it didn't get to happen this year. Um, but we will one day lead lead a live event together in person, and it'll be so cool to meet as many of you as possible. Because I'm always so moved by all the messages yes. we receive, and the love, and the the stories of transformation in the Facebook New Truth Facebook movement group. And how healing you've said, you know, like that, like no matter what state of consciousness you're in, many of you have said to us, oh, and then I listened to the episode and I'm immediately like shook, woken back up, right? And like back in my heart. And that really is our intention, right? Like it, it is, you know, the new truth. And you know what I was thinking about also? <laughs> I was thinking about the new truth. I was thinking about how we didn't know what we were going to call this. No. Right? And how... I don't remember how it came, how, how it happened, probably in meditation or just like journaling. And I just looked at you and was like the new truth. Yes. And it was like, yes, because the old truth, right? Like, and, and I had a really powerful session this week where we were talking about old truths are your conditioned beliefs from childhood too. Yeah. Right. And that so much of consciousness is challenging the stories and the old truths that you were brought up with that might not actually be resonant with who you are now, right? You get to decide. And that's what the new truth is. You get to decide what is true for you. You get to decide how to live from your truth and no one else's. You get to decide who you want to be in the world. You get to decide how you want to do love and relationships rather than the scripted way that society has made it all seem that we're supposed to live. And the plug right for season two and where we're headed is that this will always have the foundation of dating and relationships. Cause we can't not talk about that because we're very fired up about that together, but that we're going to essentially expand into all areas of a woman's life. Like what does it mean to be a woman unto herself, like mm-hmm. in love with herself, living life according to her terms and her truth. And we'll have lots of different, bring in more really amazing other people that will interview and just expand our topics because you can't, you know, you can't compartmentalize your life anyway. And I feel strongly, I'm sure you do too. I think it's insane that we think we're going to behave one way in our life and then somehow behave different in relationship. Like so much of my teaching is like how you date will be exactly how you are in relationship. Like how you do friendship will be how you are in romantic relationship. But the fairy tale tells us I just need the right person. And then I'll just magically be the woman that I've always dreamed of being and stop people pleasing and stop living from my trauma and my child self and, and my conditioned self. Um, And so I, yeah, driving the other day, I was just like the new truth, like, wow, like, wow, like that, that the the title of the podcast holds so much energy and, and means so much to me and why we have so much um, expansion and room of the topics we can cover with that yes. being the name. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And I can't wait to have the new truth journal to help you. We could have it for dating, for relationships. This is all coming out in 2024. We're going to have new truth merchandise, you know, merchandise, like things to support you on your journey and to support you with standing in your truth. Because also the old truth is also our conditioning about what love and relationships and women and womanhood and what we're supposed to be. And it's all a lie. Like everything, every message we receive. So we have all our childhood drama, but every message we receive from social media, from magazines, which is like the old way from Netflix, from whatever uh, the, the news, the culture. media, whatever we're c- culture, um, 
influence we're consuming. Like it's all designed to keep us feeling not enough. So we buy stuff, not good enough, not worthy, not lovable, not beautiful enough, not thin enough. Every messaging out there is designed to keep women far, far, far away from how undeniably, unbelievably magical we actually are. Like women have so much power inside of them. I just had the most epic. I mean, the last 10 days have been insane. I'm like been many places in the world, Athens, London, Vancouver, Phoenix, Scottsdale, now Sedona. And then next I go to LA um, on a whirlwind um, world tour. But um, I was at a, an old, uh, an old dear friend's daughter's bat mitzvah. I went to, I was invited to, in Scottsdale. And it was one of the most profound experiences of my life that I will never forget that weekend. I was, mm. I was with the family the whole time I was helping with setup. There were so many events and it was also Thanksgiving long weekend. And it was so unbelievably amazing to watch this 13 year old, almost 13 year old. She's 12 right now. Um, watch this woman. Like she, she feels like a woman and she spent the last year preparing for her bat mitzvah, which I didn't prayer to this experience didn't know a lot about Judaism, about bat mitzvahs and bar mitzvahs. I, I've heard of them before, but I really, I'd never experienced one before. I didn't really know what it meant, what it was. And when I was there in the experience, I was like, oh, this is why she invited me to this experience. Because basically this woman, this girl is being initiated into womanhood. She's being initiated into her power. She's being, they're literally using words like you're stepping into your sovereignty. You're stepping into your power and to mm -hmm. the truth of who you are as a woman to adulthood. Like they're saying all the words that we use. I'm like, what is this? And every woman on planet earth should have a ritual like this. Like how in the Western world, this is something that's completely missing unless you're Jewish or I've heard that they have a ritual in Mexico, uh, um, Mexican culture as well, or unless you're from somewhere else in the world, like the Western world is deprived of ritual and of sacredness and of honoring and of rites of passage. Like I just watched and she had to prepare for a year for this and lead this like the the actual ceremony was two hours long and she was on stage the whole time with a microphone singing in Hebrew and reading. And it was mine in front of 90 mm. people. Like it was the most heart opening, mind blowing experience. And so that too, it's like the, the, the new truth is like, are you, how are you honoring yourself? That felt like watching a wedding for like, she had many events. It was all about her. When have we had, like so many of us don't even get an experience like that. And so the new truth, this, this journey is about learning how to live in alignment with who you are by starting to celebrate yourself and create rituals for yourself, which we're going to talk tons about today and start to, you know, surround yourself with people who can hold you up. Like that's what happened this weekend, which what witnessing her be around people who just love her, love her. and are in her corner and are celebrating her. I was also thinking since we don't have rites of passage, that's why women chase a wedding. Yeah. Yes. Right. Like, like yeah. that's exactly it. Like the only then time where something becomes about you, you chase a wedding where it sometimes it's not even actually about who you're marrying. You're just so happy to have a freaking wedding dress yes. because and we party. don't have any yeah. rituals of acknowledgement. Right. And you, you get to decide, I mean, this is now we're into like what retreats, you know, are about and 
and how, I mean, any rich, most retreats, there's ritual as part of Mm -hmm. retreat. Like my, I mean, every, I, I, I also completed mystery school, my seven year mystery school. That was actually four years, but because of 2020, it became (laughs) seven years. We met three times a year for seven years. And every, I mean, our modules were about creating ritual. Like that, that's one of the main things that we were doing and acknowledging all the different walks of life and why, when we think of how to close out 2023 with intention is because almost everyone has this energy of just like, I can't wait to get through this year. Right. Or this year sucked or, Oh, I have to like gear up for the holidays. And it's just like, get like that energy, just like I have to get through right. Whatever the time is that we don't do transitions consciously. Like most people don't do transitions consciously. And in little ways, I've also, I've taught clients the ritual of changing your clothes after work before you go on a date. Like most women are like, I'm working and I'm stressed out all day. And then now I'm supposed to just go show up on a date with my heart open, right? Mm -hmm. Or, Or be exhausted and just jump into the next thing. Like, do you ever, and, and many of my very busy women, female clients have been like learning how they never slow down to do that. You know, I'm like, even take a shower slowly, right? And watch your life change, like Mm -hmm. eat slowly. Like, why is everything just about getting to the next thing? And I can feel that, especially around the holidays, that's what everyone's doing, right? Like, okay, I got to get this done and this done and go to this place and and buy this thing for this person rather than wait a second, what what is happening? What do I want to be intentional about? And how do I intentionally close the year? So almost always, every year for me, my, my closing is journaling, right? Like journaling about the year. What am I proud of? What was different this year? What am I grateful for this year? What were some of my favorite moments of this year so that I remember them and and anchor them? And that also changes your brain, by the way, when you do that, when you consciously think about what you're grateful for and what was powerful and what were the lessons of this year. Because if you never transition consciously, you never actually integrate the things that you're learning. Many of you can just be listening to the podcast, but if you're not then doing the behavior, the actual mindset and behavior change, this is just this fun thing you're listening to, right? So I really want to acknowledge if you've listened and changed your life, you've changed your life. We've just made the offering, right? Mm -hmm. If you're being different in your, in your world, that's you, right? And that's, and Kate and I both stand for that. If we're just, we teach what's possible, but you choose if you do anything differently, about it. Right. And we will always just hold the line for what we believe in and and what our message is. But those are some of the questions that I ask myself and how, you know, what, what was the way in which I was being in my life this year where, and what's the things I'm hanging on to? Like, this was my drive this morning. Like I actually thought, wow, I have a lot of like self-forgiveness work to do around this year, like compassion and self-forgiveness. Like, can I allow the moments that were hard to have been hard without beating myself up about it or being like, I can't believe I did that. Or, you know, what's wrong with me for that, having that happen. And just like, okay, can I see the context in which I behaved that way and then have compassion and forgive myself and then have that feed, whatever my intentions are for 2024. Yes. Yeah. I love all of that. And I love when you said choice, like it, it's always a choice and we, we have choice and being, bringing intention into anything will completely, you have choice to change any experience, no matter how challenging it is, how frustrating it is, how annoying it is. If you live of the belief that your inner suffering is caused by the world around you, well, it's going to be a long, painful life of suffering because it is not our job to dictate, even the people closest to us is not our job to dictate 
how other people are supposed to be. You can choose to be around them or not be around them. You can choose to show up differently within yourself around those people, but it's not your job to change your boss, to change your husband, to change your children, to change whoever you're trying to change. And yet that's what the ego saboteur mind is always trying to do is trying to look at how can the world around me be different? So I feel better rather than taking full responsibility. It's a choice and intention changes everything. I, um, yeah, I was thinking, well, actually, first, I want to go back to what you said about the the throwing the baby out with the bathwater, how everyone's been throwing out the year, like, oh, my God, I can't wait for 2023 to be done. Worst year ever. So excited for 2024. If you go back on your Facebook profile and you're someone who says that, I guarantee you said it in 2017 <laughs> and 2013. Literally, I've I've been watching this pattern. I'm like, oh, my God, everyone does that. And it's like it's kind of what we similar to what we do with a breakup. Like, OK, that's my ex. That person who I love so deeply is now an ex. Put an X through it. X marks the spot. Throw it out. It doesn't count. They were the one. But now they're just in the trash. And now on to the next. Who's the one out there? And we just discount the, our past. And yet your past is what shapes who you are now. It's where you learn the lessons. It's where you call on parts of yourself that you didn't know before. So I even ask you, if you were to look back on the hardest times of 2023, what parts of yourself did you have to step into, right? If you were dealing with really frustrating people, did you learn how to speak your truth? Did you learn how to walk away? Did you learn how to set a boundary? Did you step into your queen? Or do you feel like that's still a growing edge for you? But start to reflect on these challenging experiences. We don't need to throw them out like the most painful you know, tragic, sad experiences. Like you get to touch your grief deeper. You get to remember how valuable life is, how precious your life is, how short and unpredictable life is. You know, there's just so many, there's, there's gifts in and treasures in even the darkest moments. So I encourage you to explore that. Like what, what did I learn? What part of me am I being called to step into? What part of me am I needing to develop right now? in order to be able to handle whatever it is that you're going through. So then you get to honor, like I, I honor past relationships, even the ones that were really painful. Like there's something you learned in there. Even if it was, you finally walked away, we finally stepped into your queen and had the courage to say no more. That's massive. And that's a massive part of you becoming the woman that you were born to be the woman who was inside of you all along. I call her your heroine. <laughs> And you, like every challenging experience is an opportunity for us to grow more into that part of ourselves rather than just reinforce the old beliefs, the old stories. I'm not enough. I'm not lovable. See, look at all the evidence, like your mind, your saboteur is always going to be feeding you those stories. And you get to choose something different when you're intentional. And and really, we can alchemize any situation. Anything. I was, I, I've been practicing this on my travels because I'm going so many places and old me would just be an overwhelm and I would probably be sick, knock on wood. And I would be like last year, <laughs> I'd probably be exhausted and talking about it and making it worse and feeling jet lagged and upside down. And, but this year I was so intentional. I said, I'm going to do quantum traveling and I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to be connected to my body, connected to my divinity, connected to you know, the universe. And while I'm traveling every place I am, I'm going to practice a mantra. I am here and I'm going to be here. 
And that's been my experience. And I even had an experience with a taxi driver who I, I just told Catherine the story before we got on. I was got to London and my bag was really, really late. So this guy had to wait a long time. I think my flight was delayed too. And he's calling my friend trying to cancel my taxi. And my friend's like, no, you have to pick her up. And it's the same company she normally uses. So she was so surprised by him. And I get in the car, or he, he finds me, he grabs my luggage away from me because he knew I was the girl in the pink sweater. He grabs my luggage and he goes, we're over here, come quickly. And we get in the taxi and he's all flustered and he's like telling me that the, it's, ex, it's going to be more expensive and to get through it's London Stansted. And there was like, he had to pay to go out. And I just felt my feet, sat a little bit taller, stayed present in myself rather than getting swept up by his energy or trying to rescue him. And I just said, maybe you won't get charged. I just had a feeling. And then we, he gets to the front and the guy, he explains to the guy and the guy's like, oh, no problem, mate, go through and lets him go through. And then it's quiet for a few minutes. And then I just started asking him questions and I started sharing and I started listening to him and he was telling me about all these trips and he was telling me about the country he's from and he was telling me about his religion and we were having like the most, and I was just stayed in curiosity and connection and that taxi ride that could have been me either sitting in my head judging him or it could have been me trying to please him and like tipping extra and feeling responsible for this situation it could have gone either way. And instead I just, I just changed the situation by being sovereign in myself. So intention, 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 close out this year with so much intention and being, being present to everything you've experienced instead of just throwing it out and thinking it, it sucked. And now onto the fantasy of next year, even though next year, if you keep up that pattern, you're just going to say the same thing same at the same end thing. of next year. And your attention, I mean, that story was so powerful because the the main thing that I heard is not only the transformation of the conversation, but was of you staying in your own energy. Mm -hmm. Like, because especially with the holidays, like how many people go home to their family and then if their family's energy is frantic, they then get frantic. Or if someone else is overwhelmed, like you're overwhelmed, like you don't have to, you don't have to be in anyone else's energy, even when you're shopping, right? If you're out in the world, right? This time of year can be high end. Like you, this is the be the change you wish to see in the world yeah. message, right? Like you are in charge. And the fairy tale, why it kills me so much is because it teaches women that they're helpless. Like that is actually what the romantic Disney fairy tale set you up for, that you are helpless. That it's your job to just hang out and then a prince is going to slay all the dragons and come rescue you and, and make your life better rather than the dragons that need to be slayed are the ones in your own mind. Like the dragons are yours, not anyone else's to, to defeat. It's yours. It's your work to do to say, I'm going to be different. Like I'm, I'm going to show up from my love and from my truth and, and from my acceptance of life. And your attention is your highest currency. Right. So where you give your attention is where energy is going to go and flow and what's going to amplify in your life. So if you're giving all of your attention to how much this year sucked, right, then that you're going to create more of that. Or if you're giving your attention, right, it's most especially with dating, if you're giving your attention to people who aren't giving you theirs, right, what are you doing? right? You're, that's the trauma bond. Like that, that's the playing out your childhood stuff. Like stepping into your sovereignty and your value and your truth and your worth is saying, wow, I get to decide. And radical responsibility is no easy feat. Like it's, and it's not even an attitude change. It's like a real, like, 
I'm going to not complain. I'm not going to blame life, right? I'm not going to look to be rescued. Like no one is coming to save me because you don't need saving. And when you take, you know, life, like I I think other thing I want to say, we never teach this, right? But I've had many a client come and say things like, you know, I, I wrote down in my journal that I'm going to manifest my partner in 2023. And then now it's end of 2023 and it didn't happen. So, right. I'm going to control. Right. So notice how Kate and I never, ever teach to do that. And I, and I just really do want to acknowledge, like, if you have any longing, like what, any, no matter what the longing is in your life, feminine heart longing is just holding it. It's not putting a date on it. It's not judging yourself for having it. It's not judging other people if they have what you want and then using it to feel bad about yourself. Desire and longing come from your heart and the vulnerability of life is that, is I have to hold what I long for and do the actions, right? That will help it come to fruition. Like you can't say like, oh, I long to have my own business and I'm just gonna like wait for it to happen, right? Like you take, you have to take your own actions. But if you, the moment you decide when you think something has to happen is actually how you collapse life and how you shut down your heart and how you become victimized by life. Like, oh, it hasn't happened yet. So life, oh my God, right? The, the, the big baby, right? Life doesn't support me because of that. my dreams haven't come true yet. Rather than what we're offering in this reflection is like, how have many of my dreams come true? Like how have things that I prayed for three years ago now come true? Like I literally was just thinking right now, I'm sitting in my brand new house in South Carolina, like what the fuck in nine, in 2019, I had, I, this was so beyond radar. Like I did not ever imagine living here. Did not ever imagine building a house. Did not ever imagine not living in Massachusetts. I can't believe I was like, Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. And so that's what I want to say too, of like, you know, the place you are right now, you've played, prayed for. Right. So notice what you give your attention too, especially if you are looking for, you're longing for a relationship, like how you, your life can change tomorrow, by the way, right? Like tomorrow, something magical can happen that you can't even fathom. But when you're present to what has been and what's the truth and what the, what magic has actually happened, you, that's how you come into balance. And and that's what heart centered consciousness actually is. It's both. And right. It's, it's holding the, the pain points and the beauty, right? You're not collapsed into the pain and then you're not in denial of it by just focusing on what's good, right? Like you can have compassion and that's, that's my practice right now as I end this year, also having it fuel who I want to be next year, like using this year to, to give fuel for how you want to show up. That's conscious intention too. Not just, oh, I'm going to decide to be different, but like on what grounds, right? Like what, what's the embodiment? What's the, what's the integration of what's happened right for in your life so far? And what are you going to do differently? Maybe next year is the year that you go on a retreat. Maybe it's the next year that you actually invest in coaching. Maybe it's, you learn something new, a new, a new creative project. I've been thinking about that actually, that I want to, um, cultivate that. I don't know what it's going to be. Um, but Andrew's mom, um, did she like made rugs, did rug hooking. It was like something that was really, really, I mean, so powerful for her, um, did it for a very long time. I don't think I'm cut out for that, (laughs) but 
You can do anything. I want to do something, something cre- like creative. Um, that's like just for me, like not not for anyone else, not so that I share it with the world. Like like just just for the act of being creative. And I do think every woman needs that in her life in general, like something that's just for fun, not that's a productive thing, not something that I'm selling, not something that I have to show the world, like just something that's for me. That can be a dance class, um, can be starting singing or a poetry class. I mean, it can be anything, right? But using your creative energy is so, so, so important because that also unlocks your heart. Yeah. It unlocks so many parts of you. Yeah. That is... I mean, gosh, so important. And think about how many times you've wanted to do something for yourself and then been like, oh, but it's a waste of time. I have so many other things on my to-do list. I can't go just to a dance class for fun. I can't go do this for fun. Um, Yeah, it's so important. Oh my gosh, I have so many things to say. Now I'm like, (laughs) I don't even know where to start based on everything you just said. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, you didn't imagine living in Greece in 2019. And you didn't, and you have a a beautiful one and a half year old in your house. Yeah. Life, it changes so quickly. And actually what I was thinking about too, is this idea of, this has been my experience and I feel like, and I want to also say I've been on this journey for 17 years. So like, don't compare yourself to where I'm at. It's a practice. I've invested in many teachers and healers and coaches. And I've been to many retreats and on many experiences and continue to do so and to create them because, you know, I'm in Sedona right now about to lead a weekend retreat. So excited with my dear friend, Mariana. This is a new thing that we're doing and we are leading a incredible journey in Kenya, nine day, like soul safari, life-changing um, transformational journey in Kenya. And I've never been to Africa. So I'm stepping into these new parts of myself too, even through my work, but also like the play and the pleasure. And it, what I've learned on my journey is that what, so when I'm hearing you talk about longing, it's like, yeah, that's a feeling. And when we can be in relationship to our feelings and just allow our feelings to be there and to be held and loved and felt right. When we feel our feelings, like instead of, okay, there's a difference between the woman who is longing for love and she's feeding the story that she'll never have it. Okay. That's your saboteur. So your saboteur is like, oh, I'll never have it. Look, everyone around me has it, but not me. I'll never have it. I'll never get it. And that's the longing. The feeling is attached to the story. That's going to keep it from you. And even if yes. you attract it, you're not going to let it in. You're not going to be able to yes. receive love because you are in defense of it. You are not letting it in versus feeling the longing like, oh, in, in this, and this is what I work with, with lots of my clients who are really ready for love. It's like, they go into the feeling, they feel the longing, they feel the sadness around it. They feel their hearts and they tend to that part of themselves and it passes, right? Cause cloud uh, clouds, feelings are clouds. They pass, they change. They're always moving when we're in relationship with them. We're not in relationship with the stories about the feelings. The stories solidify the clouds and turn them into you know, hard rocks and they get stuck there and they block everything. So when we're in the feeling of being fully plugged into the truth of who we are, we don't actually need anything. That's the irony. It's like your mind will always tell you, because here's the thing right now, if it's about relationship, that's what it wants. But once you get the relationship, then it'll be the next thing. And once you get an engagement ring, it's going to want something else. Once you get the house and the car and the kids and the 
pick a fence in the dark. It's going to want something else. That is the trap of the ego and the saboteur to keep you forever away from really experiencing, um, Mm -hmm. chasing the next thing, the next thing, the world around you is going to keep programming you to think you need one more thing to feel happy, one more thing to feel good, but it's not outside of you. Everything you long to feel in relationship or in purpose or in anything in your life, all of those feelings live inside of you. That's what you're feeling when you're experiencing cool things. Like right now I'm high on Sedona energy, but like that feeling is in my body. Like Sedona is activating it, but it's inside of me. And it's because I'm attuned to my body and I'm connected to my heart and my, I'm really sensitive to energy. So I'm feeling the frequency of Sedona, but it's in my body. So when you're living, and it, this is a practice, not a destination. This is not a fantasy space pitch here speech. This is like when you learn how to devote yourself, everything we talk about every week on the new truth, when you learn how to devote yourself to being plugged into the truth of who you are, the new truth, the truth of who you are, your divinity, your sovereignty, your soul, your heart, your love, (laughs) inner being, your love, your infinite is like this beautiful fountain that's ever flowing. And when you're plugged into that place, you do not need a new car. You do not need a, a husband. You do not need anything else. And this isn't like, oh, I don't need that thing. That's also defense. You literally are just aligned, right? And when you're in that state, the the, the irony is, or the, the joke is like, you are a magnet to things that you didn't even know you wanted. You are a magnet to opportunities, to people, to experiences, to gifts, to to love. Like it comes from you. The more time you hang out there in you, connected to you, connected to your body. And if I'm speaking another language right now, come to Kenya, come on a retreat, could work with one of us, like learn how to plug into yourself and this this you this divinity that is who you are. Because that's where you get to attract everything from. You don't have to control it. Right. When we're trying to control, when we're trying to when we're trying to create or get something from a place of lack inside of ourselves, like, oh, I'm missing this thing, then it's fear that's driving and you're never gonna get to fully receive it. Hey, freaking men. That's that I mean, that is it. Like that teaching is the magic. And there's so many things that we fight up against that because our culture has said happiness lies in things. Happiness, love lies in a man. And after 10 years of being in a relationship now, I can guarantee (laughs) the state of my relationship is 100% dependent on what's happening inside of me. Yes, The love I feel from my husband is not from what he does, but from how open and centered and available I'm being in, in my own body. And that there are days when he's not being so loving, but that doesn't affect how I feel about myself. And most women only know how to externally reference everything, right? Like we're yes. not rooted. This is why your taxi story was so powerful to me. Like we don't, cause we're not taught that we're sovereign unto ourselves, like little girls, right. Without conscious parents are conditioned to live at, at the affect, right? The amount of clients I've had over 11 years of, and, and the amount of stories I've heard of mothers, right? And the way these mothers have been with these women. And, you know, you don't have to have kids to be a cycle breaker, by the way. Like, I feel very strongly about that. Like, it's not, it's not my daughter's job 
to fix my childhood shit. <laughs> like she's just she nothing to do with my childhood. It's mine. So I really do want to inspire that like being a cycle breaker, being a woman who is going to affect other women around her, like you, you sharing about your client's daughter, like that 13 year old, 12 year old is forever changed just from being around you. Like you don't have to have children to impact the children of the world, impact the girls of the world when you live from sovereignty, when you take responsibility for your feelings and what person on the planet wants to be partnered with someone who thinks that they're responsible for that person's happiness. That's a horrible job. Like talk about like the life being sucked out of your relationship, right? If he thinks that he's responsible for your happiness, he's not going to want to hang out. Who wants to hang out there? No one wants to hang out there, but your radiance, your magnetism is cultivated as a result of you taking responsibility for your life, loving who you are showing up as you are. And that's the secret too. There's no, you know, five texts to send him, but you know, crap. <laughs> like it's when you're just being yourself and, and not from what you, a, a performative authenticity, but from the, the highest truth of who you are, the right people, the right friendships come your way like that. That's going to make me cry again of like, we met at a party in 2013 for 10 minutes for 10. There was a lot of people at that party. Two guys right? from the bachelor. There were two Casey love and protect your heart. Garden protect your heart. That Only you remember that <laughs> part, but that, that like, like to, to be with you and friendship is like an anchor point of who I am. Like that, that helps me too. Um, and you know, there's going to be just, so many ways to work with us next year, the, the continued ways like one-on-one -on -one is, is both of our magic and these retreats. Like I think still after 2020, people are longing to be in the presence of other women, like to remember what happens when women gather, right? Like when there's an intentional purpose, not just friends going on vacation, but gathering force for growth, gathering for spiritual healing, gathering for the amplification of and and remembrance of life and you know i i what's true for me so this is the other big change with one-on-one -on -one work i most likely am not going to be offering small uh, like group big group programs the way that i used to um but i think women who want a long body of work so 6 months of work where they want to transform and heal and open their heart and become the woman they've always dreamed of being and actually take on childhood programming and patriarchal programming and whether you're in relationship already or not, I mean, I will always have a sweet spot for the women who want to create a relationship, but I'm working with um, a lot of partnered women right now and couples, and that's been a new, new juice, but I'm, I'm a, a going to be slow. I'm slower now. Like I'm in a more intimate work is happening for me rather than what's happened over the past few years of like leading, you know, online programs with 20 or 30 women in it. So I really am, you know, speaking to the woman who's like, okay, I want the depth. Maybe I've done a ton of work on myself already, but I'm ready for the depth work. I'm ready for the soul work. And that's the thing that makes me so excited and bringing more of the things I've learned in mystery school that I've kind of kept hidden to myself um, for seven years, like, like back into the intuitive healer priestess, you know, that I, that I have the training in now and, and capacity for. And then it will always be about love, but it's now about whole, like more wholeness um, and, and woman who wants to create 
right in her life like no longer the victim no longer the victim so i i have a couple you know i'm a couple spots in 2024 and and that's it and that's it if you've been listening for a while um you'll you'll know and i'm so grateful that after four years too every We've had no crossover, first of all, which is insane. And yeah. two, every because like, you're listening and you just know, like you you just know who you who you were meant to to work with and whose energy you're meant to be around. And I love the alchemy of what we create together on this podcast. And we've so had, much. I've had your clients work with me, and you've had my clients work with you, which is so so fun. Like women who started with you then now are in the reclamation oh, yes, 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 immersion yes. and vice versa, which I yes. love because our medicine is so, I mean, we stand for and believe so many of the same things and our medicine is different. And I love everything you just said. I love in your work, I love your range because you have a, a lot of training in trauma healing and nervous system regulation. And then also in the spiritual divinity side from all your your seven year <laughs> mystery school. Still so magical. I that. <laughs> and I think a lot of people don't even know what mystery school is. So maybe you can tell them a little bit about that, but there's just it's so much range to how you can help people. And when you were talking about couples, I was like, oh, I didn't realize you were doing that. And someone reached out to me on Instagram asking if I worked with couples. And so I should send, I should look for her message and send her your way. Or maybe she's listening. <laughs> Reach out to Catherine. I mean, I, the podcast also for both of us like we're meant to speak you know like the long form content like my relationship to and kate's relationship to instagram has always been clear she I don't like don't it, like it. <laughs> um and mine mine is changing because it doesn't touch the depth right but the podcast does like we get to this this you know range and and the the freedom to just share we don't have to try to bite it down into like three paragraphs you know because you're you're the depth that you offer at these retreats like you go deep with people in these intimate spaces while being support like the energy that holds like the land of where you are that's holding you, which is holding all the women at the retreat. And I love, I love hearing you talk about everyone that goes to the immersion and, and and all, I mean, everyone is shouting from the rooftops about how they feel after they work with you (laughs) and the friendships that they develop, right? Like that could make me cry. Like women are aching for each other. They are right to know that they're not alone. And that's what a retreat gives, you know, and and there's magic in both. Like there's things that one-on-one can do that group work can't, and then yes. there's things that group work can do that one-on-one can't, yes. right? Like both are true. And that's why both are important. Yeah. Most women I work with do both. Most women that come to the immersion do both actually, because it's, the, yeah, the one-on-one is like going deep into what's holding you back. And I'm actually, I'm so excited. I'm going to be launching a, what you've been telling me to do forever. I'm going to seed it right now. It's not coming out till the spring, but I'm going to be launching a membership community um, because community I've realized through the eight years of doing this work. And I've been coaching for almost 15, that community is um, one of my greatest gifts is because yes, I'm is. such a connector and I love connecting and I love meeting people and I'm a soul seer. I'm a projector. So I just see everyone's souls. And so 
one of the gifts of the communities that I've built is like it's happened in the reclamation, in the in the immersion. There's chapters all over the world now. And these women like get mm-hmm. together, they travel together. They're a bunch of my clients from both emerge from different immersion groups, not even the same one, and from the reclamation community are going to Costa Rica and creating their own retreat wow. this year. Like it's so cool what I'm witnessing these women do with and for each other. And I mean, we've said this on so many episodes, there's no way I would have, I would be where I'm at in my life and inside of myself now without the sisterhood that I have in my life. I could cry. Like I just have in you being one of the most significant women in my life. I'm just surrounded by the most loving, supportive community who've always seen me. Like, and in the beginning of this journey, I really didn't fully see myself yet. And that's always a growing edge, but it is sisterhood and women to reflect the truth and power of who we are and to, to together we rise mentalities su- supporting and celebrating ourselves and each other is everything and most women are doing the opposite they're comparing themselves to other women they're jealous they're judging they're critical they're criticizing themselves they're criticizing each other nice in front of each other's faces and not behind each other's backs like it's there's so much sickness in sisterhood and I think, or in that's not sisterhood in friendships and female relationships because of the culture and because of patriarchy. And it's really not our fault. We aren't set up for success, just like romantic relationships. So thanks to Catherine, who's been pushing me to create a membership community where it's like easy for people to join. It's a, it's going to be a monthly investment, kind of like a gym membership, but for your soul and for your heroine and all about joining a collective of soul sisters who you can build relationships with and you can thrive with and you can grow together and also reclaiming your heroine and really stepping into the truth of who you are. So I'm really excited. I, I, right now, I'm so excited for you. (laughs) It's like in the works right now, it's coming out in spring, 2024. Um, So really excited. Of course, I'm going to share a ton more about that. And I'm working less and less with private, um, doing private mentoring. I still absolutely love my private clients and I love private private mentoring. And like you said, it does something that can't be done in the group work. Um, I'm just working with less women. So just like you only have two spots um, in January opening up and I'm just working with less. So I have more capacity to do the other things. I'm going to be writing a book hopefully in the next year um, and, or starting it. I'm going to say starting it. I know writing a book is no small feat. And, uh, and then of course the immersion and Kenya's and, you know, these new retreats with Mariana. So The immersion is where you become your heroine. It's like, you know, even the word retreat doesn't feel right. Kenya feels like a retreat, like that's, but what we do at the immersion, it's like, I don't know, it's more like theater school. (laughs) It's like you are going to uncomfortable places. You're stretching yourselves in ways you couldn't fathom, but you're coming home to the truth of who you are and you will look and feel and be a different woman on the other side of it. That's inevitable. And it happens no matter what. Every time every time. And, and there's so much inside of you that you just don't know. I mean, I work with women who come in, like not knowing who they are completely repressed and they end up being sacred sexuality teachers after like, it's like not immediately after, but it's just been so cool. All the stories that I have of women who have completely transformed, written Ted talks, written books, had attracted, you know, the most amazing love. Like it's like, you come home to who you are and your life will just get so much juicier and richer and more meaningful. So the immersion right now, I mean, we're recording this a month out. So I don't know if there will be spots left, but there's currently three spots left in April immersion. And it also includes a whole bunch of other things, an online program that's a prerequisite 
as well as um, some some work with the group and all of that before and after. Um, and then Kenya is just going to be a magical, spiritual, divine, heart-opening experience of experiencing the birthplace of humanity and the most incredible culture, people, land, animals. We're staying on 150 mm -hmm. acre. And we talked about it in one episode, but if you didn't hear it, 150 acres on next to a conservation site. There's, there's literally giraffes and elephants that walk by like when you're having breakfast. It is, I haven't been there yet, but I'm just like, I cry when I think about it. And just how I'm feeling being in Sedona right now and how I feel in Greece and how even in Vancouver, I felt amazing this time because I feel like I'm just plugged into the earth and to the frequency and the magic of this planet. This planet is so vast and there's so much every single one of us are here to experience. And it's different for each one of us, but like, listen to your heart and soul. If your heart and soul feel called to going on a journey, it's time to follow it. Like let 2024 be the year that you just take responsibility for your life in every way possible. Amazing. This, we recorded this episode twice. I'm, I'm like, I have goosebumps <laughs> now. I'm like, this is yes. the one. This like, is this right. is yeah, the yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and we'll, we'll have, you know, like the, like the last thing I want to say is like season two is about greeting the women we are right now. Yes. Right. And, and having you all come along with us to acknowledge who you've been over these past four years with us and, and that there'll be new women who find the new truth podcast in season two. And that it really is now about like the, the transformative power of the truth of who you are when you drop all the scripts about womanhood, not just around dating and relationships, but around beauty, around aging, around weight, um, around friendship, right around purpose and work and mothering and, you know, all of it, all of it to just touch, you know, what happens when you, when you come home. Yeah. You come I home. And so we, we always say this, but like, we really do want to hear from you if there's topics you want us to talk about, right. Or even if there's people you love, you know, if yes. there's, there's teachers and, and leaders in this space that you're obsessed with that you want to, you know, hear from, um, if you're our community that I'm sure we want to hear from them too. And, and we'd resonate. And I'm just very excited about the interviews we do have coming and the depth of the people that will be sharing and, and just where, where this is headed. So thank you for doing this with me, Kate. Harlan. Yes. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited. I have goosebumps all over. And yeah, the merchandise and all that's going to come out too. And we'll, we'll create, we'll probably do, yeah, many things together um, in 2024. So lots to be excited about, but I had goosebumps when you were talking about it and just imagining like even our first interview where we decided we're going to do one interview a month with someone really epic that you need to hear from and you need to like, just it be inspired by that we feel so inspired by. And I, I'm not going to give it away right now, but the woman we interviewed, like that was such a, I felt transformed just from that conversation. Yes, yes. We were like in a vortex. She's so powerful. And I feel so honored that we got to have that conversation. So stay tuned. Lots of exciting things coming. We love you. We are so grateful for you. The new truth would be nothing without you without because you. if no one's listening, um, then we wouldn't still be here. Like we would have been like, Oh, that was a flop. Like, <laughs> and it's so exciting. Every week we get notifications as to where we are in the charts all over the world. And last year, last week we were in Argentina. We were spot 222 two, two in relationship podcasts in Argentina, which is so cool. My boyfriend's from there and it's like 222. Two, two. 
Um, but we get, you know, we've been on the charts in India and Oman and Saudi Arabia and Portugal and, you know, just all South Africa, like all over the world. It's been so freaking cool. So thank you for listening. Thank you for doing what women do and sharing this message with all your friends. Cause I love that women do that. And I believe that that's why the podcast is so successful. We've never done any PR. We've never promote, we've never done anything to get the podcast out there other than you. So thank you for sharing it. And thank you yes. for being here with us. And we just love you. And we're so grateful for you and this platform and this planet and everything in between. Happy new year. Happy Blessings new year. as you close out 2023 and we'll see you soon. See you soon. Don't forget to be intentional with your closing out of the year. Love you so much. Hi, it's Kate. Thanks so much for listening to the New Truth Podcast. For more of Catherine and I, come hang out with us in the New Truth Movement Facebook group. We are in there. That's where we're sharing all about our programs and our free workshops that we do. Um, you can come join us there and ask as many questions as you want about the podcast episodes, about dating, relationships, any struggles you're having out there. We would love to support you. So come hang out with us in the New Truth Movement Facebook group and we will see you soon.